When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Giddy Up this Friday morning. It's always great to catch up with our great friend, Nicholas Ashman from The Beaten Favourite, and also, of course, the great tip-off these days, doing some great work there, and he joins us now to go through his best bets in Melbourne, especially, and also he probably has a couple of winners for us in Sydney as well on Coolmore Classic Day. Nicholas, first of all, Flemington on a Saturday afternoon. They went to the inside in last year's new market. What do you think they'll do this year? I think they'll come up the middle, Gareth. Good yep. morning to you and to your listeners. Um, I think they might come up the middle. We'll see what unfolds during the day. Um, but I'd be favouring those sort of mid-gates because I think those horses there don't have to move too much. Those drawn soft down towards the, the far rail or drawn towards the outside rail probably just have a little bit of a navigational issue to uh, to overcome in the run. I correct myself. They went to the middle of the track last year, but the winner's were to the inside in last year's new market. Correct. So it'll be fascinating to see what happens this time around. What are we doing from a punting perspective at headquarters in Melbourne? Well, let's start with the new market. It's a fascinating race. Private Eyes trying to become only the second horse in 100 years uh, to win the new market first up. Of course, Red Kirk Warrior did it, uh, I think, in 2018. So he's uh, three from five first up. He won the Gill Guy first up in the spring and ran really, really slick time with 60 kilos on his back. So if he replicates that rating, he'll just about win. But he's drawn barrier two. And I did chat to Joey Pride yesterday on behalf of the thegreattipoff.com. And he said to me, look, I'm a little concerned concerned about it but at the same time we've got pace drawn right near us in the form of front page and snapper so he said if I can just if Brenton can just get him across sort of hills and get into that sort of middle section where those two horses are he feels as though he should get a good card into the race at some point I wish I win produced splits last sort of eight six four and two splits in the lightning that are reserved only for your elite animals but we did see a horse called September Run, who's in this race this year. She broke the clock in a similar fashion in the Lightning Stakes a couple of years ago and was a hot favourite to win the new market, but couldn't replicate it on race day. So I'm just a little bit concerned that sometimes a flashing light run in the Lightning Stakes doesn't always uh, become, you know, your moral in the new market handicap. I'm back in two roughies here. Number 13, Star Patrol. I know he looked a bit plain in the Oakley plate, but he went through the roof on my ratings first up at Sandia. Maybe he just had that flat run. He's a superb straight horse. And I think an older gelding down on 52 kilos appeals. And the other one I'm having something on is around the 60, 70 or one mark is the eighth, the astrologist. Ran second in the race last year to Rock and Horse. Was beaten less than the length in the VRC Sprint Classic at Wait for Age in the spring. And now drops down to 54 kilos. Yes, he's been across the Perth and back, but he's drawn a wide gate. He's got early pace himself, and we've got D-Lane in the saddle. So, Gareth, I'm going to back the two roughies at 20 and sort of 50 or 60 to 1 in the new market handicap. Love it, Nico. So, Star Patrol, the astrologers. What else are we doing there at Flemington? Well, I think the best bet is in race two. I know he's coming off uh, an, an injury and a long break, but race two, number six, what you need. Benny Mellon and the uh, Price-Kent combination throughout the lifetime that that jockey and train or stable have been combining, they've returned a 22% profit on turnover, which is just phenomenal if you think about how many rides they've had together. 
Uh, they team up here with what you need. A colt that had one start for a win, and boy, oh boy, it was a very impressive victory. Started the dollar eighty-five at Geelong last August, bolted in when leading all the way, smashed the clock uh, late last four hundred and two hundred metres, and bolted in by four lengths. He's had a little bit of a setback, but the stable are usually pretty good at getting him right, and he's got that lovely mid draw. Draw, I should say, right jockey on board, Ben Mellon. So he'll do me there. Outside of that, we've got uh, the size produce, and I found a roughie here, number nine, Alonso, or sorry, Alfonso, for the Corstens camp. Uh, made his debut in the Talon Dirt Stakes. A few of these come through that Mahaba race. And I thought, given that he was on debut, he was probably open to the most improvement. You look at his sectionals, they're a little bit flat, or what I call flat, and that's usually indicative of a horse that lacks the zip to run over the distance that you're looking at. And so I think the pop-up to 1,400 metres will really suit him there as well. So he's one there at around the sort of 30 $34 mark that you might be able to have an each-way play. So I guess the theme of the day is there's one good thing early on, Gareth, and I think for the rest of the day, I'm going to back a few roughies and hope that one lobs. Do you like anything at Rose Hill? Well, up at there, look, the, the Coolmore Classic is a great race. I love the fact that we've got two handicaps as our feature races in the respective yeah. states. I'm a big fan of handicap racing, more so than uh, Wait for Age, Gareth. Look, Espiona, we saw her down here. I'm in <laughs> Melbourne at the moment as I talk to you. We saw her down here a couple of springs ago, and she was unbelievable. I think a few people think she could be the next Winx. Maybe not quite Winx, but, you know, absolute star. And then she just never went on with it. Waller took her back to Melbourne last time out. She gets the W on the board, the win that is, and now she goes back to Sydney. I love the fact that he's decided to keep uh, a Melbourne jockey aboard in, in Michael D. Brings him up as well. He's a left-hand rider. And I just think that might spark some improvement for Espiona, getting that win back on the board last time out. A D-Day for her, if she can't show us something, then she's just a Melbourne horse, I think. But I tell you what, at 10 bucks, the rating she produced last time out with 58 kilos, she drops to 51. Grand final trainer uh, on his home track with a horse that we know has got the ability to win. She'll do me at 10 bucks. Love it, Nick. I love racing because of horses like Espiona. She creates so much emotion inside the um, the punters and they either love her or they hate her and they want to argue about her to their mates um, and uh, she's a horse that um, gets everybody talking. That's why I love her. Um, so yeah, I mate, wish you the best of luck. It's it's the game of tears and the ta- the game of cheers, isn't yes. it? Really, and unfortunately for me, it's been more tears recently, Gareth. So I'm uh, I'm well and truly due. Back me in on the due factor this weekend. Well, cheers to you. Good on you, Nicholas. <laughs> See you, G. There's Nick Ashburn from thebeatenfavourite.com, and also, of course, the great tip off. We'll take a break and we'll come back and we'll preview the card in Brisbane tomorrow, of course, with Chris Nelson.